This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. It's been one month since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, one month since the 50-year-old constitutional right to abortion was reversed. Since then, there's been no shortage of stories about how lives across the country have been dramatically changed. Among those updates, at least 13 states at the moment have ended nearly all abortion services. In some states, routine care for miscarriages and ectopic pregnancies have been delayed because doctors fear criminal sanctions. Abortions are being delayed for Texas patients with medically complex pregnancies until their situations become life-threatening. And increasingly, doctors across the country are receiving requests from patients for sterilization procedures. But there's been one story in particular that made international headlines and led to outrage across the country. A really horrific story that went viral. A 10-year-old girl in Ohio raped, impregnated, then denied an abortion under state law. One of the things that abortion rights activists feared has come to light. A 10-year-old rape survivor from Ohio had to cross the state lines to get an abortion. As her home state... The Indiana doctor who helped a 10-year-old alleged rape victim from Ohio get an abortion is now taking the first legal step toward a possible defamation lawsuit against... Indiana's attorney general appeared on Fox News last night questioning whether the doctor who performed the abortion properly reported the situation. Today on Fifth Emission, Chronicle Politics reporter Sophia Bolag is here to break down how this news story is signaling concerns for California doctors and abortion providers. Could mandated reporting of sexual abuse of an out-of-state abortion patient end in legal consequences for the provider? What California protections are in place? And is the system equipped to handle this new legal territory where now criminalizing abortion is causing a confusing patchwork of enforcement? Sophia Bolag, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So, Sophia, this story really sparked a national media frenzy. There's a lot to be concerned about here, especially since there is a 10-year-old minor involved. What big questions were raised once it really hit the news cycle? This story really did, as you said, raise a lot of questions. I think one of the initial ones that really got people talking is there were some questions about whether it had actually happened. The Indianapolis Star newspaper had reported that a doctor in Indiana had provided an abortion to a 10-year-old from Ohio where abortions are illegal after about six weeks. And so this child and her family traveled to Indiana so she could get an abortion there. Um, And there were questions about whether this case had actually happened. Uh, It turns out there was a person charged with raping this child uh, a little bit after the story came out, and the doctor in Indiana did make the required disclosures, um, at least as far as the the newspaper can tell, because it's a, a case involving a minor who says she was raped, and it's a case of an abortion, which in Indiana law, 
uh, doctors have to report abortions that they perform to the state. Before we get into the implications of mandated reporting, why were people questioning whether or not this case actually happened? The original report of this case uh, didn't include any information about whether there was anyone being charged in the case or whether there had been any police reports filed. And because individual medical records are protected, doctors can't disclose, you know, personal identifying information about their patients and specifics related to their care. It was sort of a hard story to check initially. But since the original story ran, the newspaper was able to obtain the uh, mandated reports that the doctor filed. It was difficult for other outlets to independently check. And so there were some questions raised about whether it had really happened. Okay, so let's get into mandated reports and why that can get risky for out-of-state abortion providers. What kinds of legal questions were you looking at specifically in the wake of the story, which got so much attention? The one that I was really looking at is whether mandated reporter laws, which are laws that require doctors and teachers, other people who have contact with children, to report cases of alleged or suspected abuse. And there's questions raised if in a case like this where you have someone who's traveling from a state that bans abortions to a state that allows them, does having a mandated report saying that they maybe have had an abortion, that they were maybe the victim of abuse or rape, does that expose them or their family, maybe the doctor who treated them, to legal liability in their home state that bans abortion? And so that's really the question that I was trying to answer in this story. Mm. And California state leaders, including Governor Newsom, have promised to keep the state an abortion sanctuary for people who may travel from out of state. What are California doctors mandated to share when it comes to out-of-state abortions? California is one of a very small number of states that does not track or require doctors to report data about abortions that they perform. So Unlike in the case of the 10-year-old from Ohio who traveled to Indiana, where in Indiana there is a, a law in the books that requires doctors to report when they provide any abortion, mm-hmm. California does not have a similar law. So California doctors are, are not mandated to share when they perform abortions for people who come here from out of state. Um, and in fact, Gavin Newsom and other top politicians in California are actively working to ensure that doctors and state agencies, other entities that might have information about an abortion that someone has received here, that they do not share that with law enforcement agencies from out of state who might be investigating a case where someone has gotten an abortion. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it 
a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So at the same time in California, doctors cannot report any kind of sexual abuse anonymously. What sorts of implications could this have for both the doctors who are required to report abuse and their patients now that we're in this post-Roe era? In California, the mandated reporter forms don't have any fields where the doctor would disclose any medical information about their patient. So for example, there's no field in the mandated reporter form for a doctor to disclose that their patient had an abortion. However, there is identifying information about the mandated reporter on that form. And so a hypothetical legal question that I posed to some of the experts that I spoke with for this story was, well, if an outside agency gets a hold of one of these mandated reporter forms because there's suspected child abuse and they're investigating that, would it tip them off that, you know, somebody had an abortion, even if the form doesn't say they did, if the mandated reporter on the form is an abortion provider? And I think it's really an open question. I spoke with one legal professor in Ohio, and she said that, you know, this is really an untested area of law. And so there are really open questions. Anytime you have data that could reveal that somebody got an abortion, whether it's a mandated reporter form like this, maybe it's whether, maybe it's a a period tracker that a woman has been using, or it's GPS data from their cell phone that they are carrying around with them. Um, there's a lot of open legal questions about whether any of that information or that data could be used to build a case against them or against someone who helped them get an abortion. So I want to understand what would have happened differently if this case of the 10-year-old had happened in San Francisco? How would the city have handled the mandated reporter form compared to what went down in Indiana? They would need to file a mandated reporter form about the suspected abuse with either the local child welfare agency or the local police department. And so I spoke with both the local child welfare agency in San Francisco and SFPD. And what they told me is that they would refer those reports to the local law enforcement out of state in the place where the minor patient lives but that they wouldn't include any information about the fact that the person had received an abortion. Um, The information provided would be limited to information about the suspected abuse. Mm. But there is still concern because you can probably easily trace back provider to working at an abortion clinic, right? So there's still some risk here. Potentially, yeah. The police department told me that they would not share information about the mandated reporter with the other law enforcement agency out of state that they would be communicating with. There are some protections in state law that 
aim to keep identifying information about the mandated reporter confidential, but there are also exceptions to that. Like if there is a court order, it's really hard to answer because these efforts to regulate out-of-state abortions are new and they're they're untested. What are lawmakers in conservative states trying to do to make this hard for people like California providers, for example? So there are some conservative lawmakers who want to try to find a way to prevent residents from leaving their state and traveling to a state like California where abortion is legal. There are lawmakers in Texas and Missouri and some other states who have explicitly said that that's something that they want to try to do. One example of this is Texas's so-called heartbeat bill, which bans abortions after a fetal heartbeat can be detected, which is about the six-week mark of a pregnancy. This law allows private citizens to file a lawsuit against anybody who aids and abets an abortion after that six-week mark. Gavin Newsom has said that he thinks that's a potential way that the law could be used. And so he recently signed a bill into law here in California that aims to shield doctors and other people in California from any legal liability in a situation like that. What other bills are currently in progress to prohibit California agencies from sharing information about abortions with law enforcement in other states? There's actually a bill currently moving through the legislature that would prohibit doctors from complying with subpoenas from law enforcement in another state trying to prosecute something related to an abortion, California doctors wouldn't be able to fill those subpoenas by providing medical records from their patients. Gavin Newsom has also signed an executive order that forbids state agencies from sharing information related to abortions with out-of-state agencies that are trying to, to prosecute them. So, Sophia, we know that abortion providers have always faced intimidation does it feel like what's happening now, is this new territory in this new post-Roe world, as you're describing? There's these existing protections in the state, seemingly, but there's a lot of unknowns, as you're describing, right? Yeah, and this is something that multiple legal experts I've talked to have described. Jessica Levinson, a legal scholar at Loyola Law School in Los Angeles, who I talked to for this story, um, she's written about this specifically in the case of the 10-year-old from Ohio who traveled to Indiana. That doctor, as part of the real media frenzy that was sparked by this story, has been the subject of a lot of intimidation attempts, has gotten a lot of uh, criticism for providing this abortion. Um, there were a lot of questions circulating about whether she had reported it correctly. And Levinson pointed to that and really said, this is a way that people can try to deter even legal abortion mm -hmm. from taking place. So th there's definitely new avenues for that now that Roe is overturned. Mm. Sophia, thanks so much. I appreciate your reporting and for chatting with me. Sophia Bolag is a state politics reporter for The Chronicle. Her story about mandated reporting for out-of-state abortion patients is online now at sfchronicle.com and on The Chronicle app. Thanks to Karen Creighton for producing this episode and to you for listening. <laughs> 